Ladies and gentlemen, good afternoon and welcome. I'm Robert Russo, the company manager of San Francisco Ballet, and I'm very pleased to be here today for our Meet the Artist talk on Sunday, the 10th of February at the War Memorial Opera House here in San Francisco. Uh, this uh, conversation is going to be podcast later on, so if anyone wants to go back and have a listen again, uh, you should check the website for the ballet, which is www.sfballet.org. Well, I'm very, very pleased to introduce someone who probably needs no introduction this afternoon, but um, I'm happy to have my colleague and um, principal dancer in the company, Yuan Wanten. Good afternoon. Okay, before we start with, with um, our talk, there's one thing that I really would like to ask you, because when I first joined the company uh, four seasons ago, um, it was one of the most important questions I had on my mind at the time, because I wanted to make sure that I pronounced your name correctly. So for everybody here, can you tell us the correct way to, to say your name? It's, it's Yuan Yuan. It's like United Nation Yuan. Yuan Yuan. And that's exactly what you told me and how I remembered it by, in my mind, U-N-U-N, which is U-N-U-N. Yeah, but in, Chinese, in China, they all a family name first, so it's Tan, Tan Yuan Yuan. Different. Well, you've had a wonderful opportunity here since you arrived in 1995 um, and danced many, many, many important roles in the company. Um, can you tell us this afternoon what some of the highlights have been so far for you in your career dancing-wise in the company? I think uh, uh, obviously it's one leg and the same balancing theme and variation. And I remember I got promoted uh, from solos to principal at uh, Zellerbach Hall. Like a long time ago when the opera house had a renovation and we've been performing in three different places for two years. And I did the theme and variation and I got promoted. So that was a very meaningful ballet for me. That must have been a very exciting time and one that you'll always remember. Yeah. And this season, uh, Yuan Yuan, um, I know you're doing a number of important roles, and you've already done some already since we began Program 1 and 2. Um, let's talk a little bit about um, Firebird. Um, it's, on the, it's on the program this afternoon. This is the last performance of, of the program. And we did the ballet for the first time last season, and you are one of the Firebirds. And I thought maybe you could talk a little bit about um, how it was preparing for that production, working with Yuri Pasikov, the choreographer, and, and, and just giving some insight into the, the personal part of the work for you in that role. It's, uh, uh, I've been working with Yuri Pasikov call for years because uh, we've been partnered together and I did uh, his very well um, performance, Romeo and Juliet with him. I was very promotional and uh, uh, he did several ballets and i always been first cast of all his ballets. So we have a very, we have very uh, close uh, working relationship together and it's always fun to work with him. He, uh, you know, sometimes it's hard to understand him because he will scream, but I don't know what <laughs> he is talking about. But, you know, when he demonstrates, I completely understand because, you know, he's in his boyish Russian, like, uh, you know, flame. And I'm like, what? What are you trying to talk about? So... It was fun to work with him, and Firebird is something that he did in Oregon Ballet at the beginning, and then he 
uh, did a little bit change for this uh, San Francisco Ballet because it's a bigger company. And uh, um, so he maybe expand more of uh, code ballet dance. And also for the principal, maybe some lifts are more difficult to do. I think many people may have, you know, probably seen productions of Firebird with, with other companies over the years. And, I mean, watching our production and, and, and having had the pleasure to work with Yuri when he was still dancing my first season in the company. And I know what you're saying about sort of the, the dynamic because it's very interesting to watch him as an artist and as a person. Um, this Firebird is his own imagination. It's really something different. And um, he's taken a lot of um, artistic choices here. And, and, even, and even so musically, the score, there's some changes to the score. It's not exactly the way, uh, let's say, a more traditional approach would be. It's, it's shortened. And um, visually, it's, it's quite something different as well. Uh, it's very, very colorful. And as you see, the fibers not only with the tutus, but we have long unitard, and we have little uh, very flowy tails in the back, and then we have uh, orange wigs. Yeah. So uh, with was uh, interesting for me to dance with wigs for the first time and then you know it's kind of in the way when you dance actually I remember one time I was like doing some turns and then the wigs caught on my eyelashes so I was like kind of um, blind on stage yeah I tried to find a way to get out but it's hard <laughs> It's, it's, it's beautiful that there's the image when the firebird is crossing the stage sort of in lightning speed and you see this form and shape and you see the line and then you see this orange. So it's, it's a life coming across in a very quick way, which it's is beautiful. It's a very colorful, beautiful ballet. Yeah, it is, absolutely. And so moving on, uh, Yuan Wan, during the season this year, um, you know, we have a lot of exciting things coming up. And one of the main parts that um, Helgi has created for the company is this... Festival of New Works, which we're doing in the end of the season. Um, Helgi Thomason, the director of the company, has imagined a way to invite uh, 10 choreographers to create 10 world premieres, which we're going to have here in this house in San Francisco in April. And the dancers have been very busy since um, way back in July, I think, when we started rehearsing. Um, we had two choreographers here at a time, scheduling-wise, um, to prepare the works and to stage the new ballets as they were being made. And because we had to do 10, um, we, we had to start kind of really early uh, and still leave time to prepare Nutcracker and Giselle and um, Helgi has made a new ballet. And, and everything else that we're doing this season had to be fit in and around this creation process of these new works. So can you talk a little bit about these new works and the, specifically the ones that you're involved in as a dancer? Okay, I'm in Yuri Polsakov's new piece again, and I'm in uh, Denton Welch's piece, and I'm in James Kadokta's piece. Um, it's interesting to work with James because uh, I arrived late for the rehearsals for a lot of reasons, but uh, he did this part of in just one day for me and Pierre, and that, that ballet was, uh, I'm, I wear high heel for that ballet, so it was first time for me, I'm kind of excited. So you're wearing high heels yeah. instead of point shoes, yes. and it, they, it was created in a day. Yes. That must have been incredibly exciting, and by the end of the day, you must have been exhausted. I had a six hours, and I, w I couldn't move the next day. But so that was very intensive. But it was very nice and very intensive uh, part of this. Yeah. 
And the differences, if I'm sure there are many differences between the three, but can you talk a little bit about, you know, stylistically, like, you know, the approach of the three different works, um, you know, is one more classical? Are there some that are more contemporary? So Stanton's is a little bit more classical this time, and Yuri is very, like, dramatic. Uh, the movement are very, uh, lots of difficult lifts, and uh, I'm dance with Damien for Yuri's new piece. And uh, uh, with Kadalkas is, like, he told me not to be balletical, not to dance, just be real, be raw. So that's what he said. If he said not to be balletic, that's um, that must have been a real kind of challenge. I mean, you know, you have such a classical beauty to your work, and I think you're you're known so much for that. When you move into you know a less classical ballet or a contemporary work or something that's new, let's say, um, how does that how does your body feel to arrive in in changing speeds, if you will? Well, it's a challenge, always challenge for me, um, but I like it because. It's, challenge and I feel there's something new I can achieve and I can overcome with it and uh, uh, because I'm classical trained and have a good base so I can do or or kind of contemporary works and sometimes you do, do not need to be too rigid like classical classical ballet can be free that's why I like contemporary works it's more freer than classical classical works and uh, uh, good thing I'm very thankful that I had a, a, a Chinese training in the background. I did, when I was in the school, we did a Chinese traditional dance. So it's very, you know, flowy and feminine. And so I think a lot of time helped for me to do a lot of works. Yeah. So your, your training in, in China must have really prepared you well for... Um, the discipline here, because this company is large, ours, and we're doing a lot of ballets um, at the same time, so that must have helped you to, to, to land in, in the right way at the beginning here. It must yeah. have been interesting coming here to America. It is very interesting, and, and because uh, I never... I saw balancing works in China, not a lot, but only one. I think it's Serenade Nate, um, when I was little, and uh, I never danced a balancing works before I arrived here. So uh, I, I remember the first role I have to do is violin, Stravinsky violin concerto. And I'm like, oh my, what is that? And I could not even count. I can't count in English. And I have, have no idea what's going on, what's the music, or and because it's really difficult um, music to counting on. So, uh, but somehow I made that work on stage. And, that was an emergency because Muriel broke her fingers, so I have to, you know, replace her. And I was like, take a videotape back home overnight. And so you quickly had to prepare for the the role, and, yeah. and then you performed it. Oh, yeah. That must have been fun. And the second day, I forgot it all because it so happened so quickly. I was just like, oh, what what just happened? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if you're joining me just now, um, we are in conversation with principal dancer of San Francisco Ballet, Yuan Yuan Tan, and we're talking about um, some of the highlights of this 75th anniversary season of the company, some of the roles that she's dancing, and some of the new works that are being created for the company this uh, this season. And in just a few moments, we're going to open the, uh, the conversation up uh, to questions from the audience, so I hope uh, many of you will have uh, things to think about and things to ask.
I'm also curious, uh, you know, I, I've got to know you a little bit over these years, and I, I know that you are, um, in addition to being, you know, a wonderful dancer here, you have really a great interest in fashion and culture and, and I think music, and there's a real sort of sense about you from my mind that you're actually incredibly living in this moment that we are living in now. Um, can you talk a little bit about that and the influences maybe between fashion and, and culture and, 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 and how does that come into the mix? Well, I, I think when I was little, my dream has always become a fashion designer and that's what I really like to do. But, uh, but I think I'm probably more talented in dancing. But um, So I think for fashion and uh, arts, somehow they relate together because it's all visual beautiful and that's why i really liked it and um so that's very that's um you know when you were just saying how it comes together in that way i think you know that's that's a, an, another example of, of all of that coming together is you know for example in this production of firebird where we have so beautiful color and light on the stage and scenery and it's a real different look um and in the studio because it's very plain in the studio and then you can see how much you know a lighting and a costume can change the whole ballet the concept and everything it completely can and you know for us when we watch the company in the studio and everybody's preparing and then when we come to the stage for the first time and put put the ballet on its feet um, many times we're seeing something that we never saw before because all of the elements are coming together which which makes it so interesting and also that uh, why it takes so, so long to prepare a ballet is because on stage things are different than what you think. When you put things on stage, you probably have to, you know, uh, adjust a lot of things. For example, just balance everything out. So. Absolutely. Um, can you tell us maybe, uh, Yuan Wen, uh, is there one particular moment in this season that you are most looking forward to as an artist performing? Something very special? Just uh, the upcoming Giselle, so it's always been my favorite ballet, and that's always something to work on, even though I did several, I mean, two, two seasons with the company for Giselle, but it's always the ballet mean, have very deep meaning to me, because I did this part of the, when I was in school, when I was only like 15 years old, I did part of it for the competition. So at that time, I feel differently, like, oh, it's just a slow part of it and adagio, and it's sad. That's what I know. Now I bring up to a different level, have, you know, the feelings with me. So it's, I, I, I'm sure it looks different, but I cannot see when I'm dancing, but I'm sure it's different. So it's a role um, that you've evolved into, having had an experience when you were much, much younger, as you just said, in school, and now um, having the chance to do it again. We last did it, um, I think, in 2005. So it'll be great fun to see it back on the yeah. stage again. I know many, many people are looking forward to it. Uh, program 3, Giselle, which opens uh, on Saturday night. Yeah, which is we'll only have, like, less than a week to put on stage. That's kind of scary. It, this is the time when we close, you know, this program, and then um, next week, you know, is the time when everyone's busily preparing the finishing touches, putting it on the stage. The scenery comes in. Um, in fact, some of the scenery has already been put in upstage because to save time with the, the turnaround. So it's going to be this sort of 
moment of, of a mad dash to, 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 to we, do it. On Tuesday, we'll probably have like seven hours of rehearsals for that because we're open very soon. Open very soon, which will be really wonderful to see it again. Well, I think, ladies and gentlemen, now we'll open the, uh, the audience up for some questions. So if anyone has a question for you on 110, yes, ma'am. The, the lady has asked if you could explain some of your, your training um, from, from when you were in China. Okay. Uh, my school is, uh, I think my school in Shanghai, called Shanghai Dance uh, School, and it was, uh, they opened like 1965, and uh, they are Vaganova system, like Vaganova trained. And my teacher is interesting that she grad, uh, her and her husband graduated from Shanghai Dance School, and then they went to Shang, uh, Beijing Academy to learn how to teach, like education uh, for ballet. And then the husband went to France, Marseille, and to dance with Lampetis Company for a year. So, and he brought in some like French. Uh, influence from uh, Marseille and uh, these two just uh, taught uh, my class for three years. So, yeah, that was my training background. And I went to Germany, Stuttgart for half year uh, for training. Uh, so you had a little um, experience on, on a number of, of continents yes, yes. preparing you for your, your work as an artist. Yes, ma'am. The question is if you could um, sort of compare and contrast audiences uh, in China and in San Francisco and perhaps other places you've danced. Similarities, differences? Well, I what I know is really different is like peop, uh, audience here loved uh, varieties of works, like con regardless like contemporary work or um, neoclassical or like uh, classical ballet. But people, uh, audience in China, they prefer like classical classicals and especially foolings, they will probably do not really understand the little piece of contemporary works, especially like very modernized uh, like uh, work. So that's a big difference. And uh, uh, because they always ask for, oh, uh, Swan Lake, that's the only image that they have for, uh, for ballet, uh, like a signature of Swan Lake. The last time I was in Shanghai, I think they were telling me that there probably could have been, you know, 40 or 50 performances of Swan Lake in a year by four different companies, and people would still keep coming yeah, back wanting yeah. to buy tickets. Yeah, so you know how, yeah, they, uh, all-time favorite, right? <laughs> yes, ma'am. She's asked, when and why did you start dancing? I started when I was 11, and uh, why? Because I get picked from the school. <laughs> yeah, I was the, we would say the choosing one. Uh, we, we made, uh, actually we made some auditions for the school and there's a lot of girls and boys and then uh, about a couple thousand and then they picked 24 total, so. Yes, ma'am. She's asked if it would be possible or if it is possible to bring traditional classical Chinese dance here. You mean in San Francisco? Group just performed there was one like, here yeah. just a few weeks ago. Um, I think to a month ago. Half right after Christmas. Yeah. yeah. Um, there are companies that do tour. Um, you know, so perhaps um, next time you can find one here in the, in the Bay Area. But I know that there are 
there are in, in New York um, frequently. Uh, there's there's a lot of dance moving around in, on the eastern part of the states as well. Yeah, sir. The gentleman has asked uh, whom in Shanghai discovered you as, as a dancer and who brought you to San Francisco and did any of your family members uh, come with you to join you here? Uh, I think uh, how he saw me in uh, competition in Paris. And uh, I come alone to San Francisco without the family, without friend. Um, no, I did not speak English. That really must have been a, a, you know, a challenge. Tough at the beginning, but I just have to get used to it. Keep going, yeah, indeed. Yes, sir. He's asked about, um, you know, the the growth, if you will, of um, films in China and 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 things of, of that Chinese nature, and you know, what's the possibility maybe for something to translate into a ballet? Well, it's uh, it's already been made in China. That uh, there's, uh, I don't know if you know the old movie like about 10 years ago of, by Zhang Yimou Race of Red Lantern and they already did a ballet in Central Ballet of China actually two years ago they already did a performance in Berkeley so I went to see that was very visually very attractive because the, um, the director himself Zhang Yimou did the scenery so very dramatic um, I think it's possible for like Chinese movie to convert it to a ballet, but it's a matter of how you're doing it. Yes, sir. He's asked about differences uh, as a dancer for you with um, one partner versus another. Oh, it's a very, uh, very tricky question. So I, know. Um, uh, I have, of course, I have favorite partners, and there's a partner that was we worked so much together and we don't need have extra rehearsal to do ballet to be on stage. For example, uh, me and Damien and we just have a lot of, uh, we did a lot of things together and he's a great partner and um, we don't need to even talk. We just go on stage, say try this and that in the rehearsal and we can be just on stage for a second. So, and that was with Damien and Tid is my regular partner too and before with Yuri Poskov so yeah those are great partners yes sir his first question is what was it like to have been coached by Suzanne Farrell well, it was uh, a great experience and because she's very very busy so she only can come a uh, total of four hours to coach us in diamonds so we we did uh, I, I believe it was a Tuesday for two hours and Wednesday for two hours uh, uh, we rehearsed with her and she was wonderful and she knows the music inside out and because this role is created for her and she is very um, helpful for us to um, you know know what exactly the musicality in which you know gestures and um, style style wise and um, communicating with the partners yeah it was very very helpful yeah you have part two uh, he's asking about the size of your shoes noticing that sometimes they look perhaps different sometimes larger sometimes smaller they are the same, but sometimes the uh, point shoes, because they are handmade it from London, Freeze, and sometimes uh, it, one pair will be very comfortable, the other pair won't 
it's not that great. So it's look different as well, and I feel different completely. Yeah. I think we have time for probably two more questions. Yes, sir, on the end. He's asked if there is a ballet or a particular choreographer um, that you are dreaming to dance with. John uh, Krenko's Onegin and Kenan's McMillan's Menno and Fulling's Love I Dare and uh, choreography-wise, uh, I worked with Billy uh, Fulside and I would like to work close to him like some new works, some creative works, and stuff like yeah. All excellent select, uh, suggestions. Who would like the final question? Yes, ma'am. She's asked the question of, uh, that your mother wanted to be a ballerina. Is that what the question was? Yes, that your mother wanted to be a ballerina. Is that true? Yeah, it's true. And she was selected to the dance school as well. So, I mean, my, my grandfather said, no, you cannot this is not practical to be a dancer, especially ballet. And then for my uh, my mother, it's always her dream. So when the school had want to collect the students from you know different schools, and I uh, got a, the uh, invitation to to make an audition, my mom's like, okay, go, go, go. So, and she was happy about it. Well, she must be extremely proud of you, as we all are. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, for spending a few minutes with us today. I hope you've enjoyed our conversation with Yuan Wantan, and we look forward to seeing you on the rest of this very exciting 75th anniversary celebration of San Francisco Ballet. Thanks. Thank you. Enjoy the performance. Thanks.